Here we are, and welcome to an ordinary episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. And when we say ordinary, we mean it's going to be hilarious, fun, with sibling rivalry and lots of pop culture and stories about our mom. This one is going to be packed with all of the things people love about this podcast, not the least of which will be our opinions. But first, I have a couple of updates that mom told me needed to be reported on the podcast. She did now. She's what? dictating the podcast? Yeah. We, we, Allie and I took mom and dad to go see the great, the epic, the amazing Dan Byrne in concert, who was incredible playing the entire New American Language album from top to bottom. I know Becky oh, saw that so too. Lucky. I saw that same show. And I have a, I, you know what? I have actually a, I'll do my, I'll do my Dan Byrne okay. special. Anyways, it was perfection. After. But we had dinner first, and mom had like some little updates. She says, I have updates you have to report to the podcast. Does she? For her community, for her fans? Yeah. So the first she one definitely making, has fans. She has first, more fans than we do. The first one is making fun of me. And that is mom and dad still have the soft pretzels from our soft pretzel no. episode. <laughs> Why? I think uh. because dad initially wanted to prove to me how many like how many extra I ordered, how many unnecessary that I ordered. And mom said that, you know, dad's looking at these rock hard pretzels because those pretzels after 24 hours you could break glass no with them. no that's not true these are so good that i can attest that after 24 hours still really good okay fine but 48 I hours I, I hard think, as yeah well. you might you could kill someone you, with you could that. kill someone with especially the jagged edge i give them 15 minutes from when they come out of the oven until no. i'm willing to eat them no well, no, no. I, either I way agree. we believe my theory is that dad kept these around well, to sort you. of prove the point that you know, they could be used as furniture next time I came to visit. But then mom said, mom starts telling me, she goes, and then I catch your father nibbling on them like a little squirrel. <laughs> and then dad just blurts out like it was stuck in his mouth, but it just blurted out. He goes, I ate three. <laughs> Poor dad. Like he's mom said, I was oh afraid he's, he's going to break a tooth eating old. <laughs> Old pretzels. Just get new ones. She was afraid dad was going to break a tooth. Now, but dad, you know, old people teeth. And then the next one, mom, mom's, you know, catches up on the podcast. And then she gives her reviews. Mom said that she watched the holdovers based on our recommendation and our our episode and our recommendation of the episode. Needless to say, she thought that Jim Kaplan was amazing in the holdovers. Uh, along with the rest of the cast. But she said, you know, from your episode, I thought it was a horror movie. And oh that my the gosh. holdovers. She told me that. She told me that. What? She said, I thought the holdovers were demons. They were going to take over the school. That were What in the world made her yeah. think that? She said the holdovers yeah. were demons and ghosts at the school during a vacation. That was mom's conclusion. She was so like she watched halfway this halfway through. She said about halfway through, I realized that's not what this is about. What did what did we say on the podcast that made it seem like this was well, a horror I, movie? Maybe we didn't give a lot away of the plot. Maybe we need to go back to giving lots of spoilers. I don't know. But mom was very surprised halfway through the movie. Okay, what are the chances no she started listening to one podcast? 
then switched over to ours and didn't realize that maybe she had switched between podcasts or different episodes. Maybe she was listening to part of the um, suitable flesh one, which is. Oh, that could be. And then maybe. Oh, no. We didn't do them in the same episode. No, we did them back to back. Oh, but maybe that's it. Well, either way, mom was very confused, but she said that movie was amazing. And the more and more I think about that movie, that is my second of the big Oscar movies of this year. That is my second to Barbie as the best movie of the year. I think that, um, I think that, uh, I think it's just phenomenal. Like I'm thinking about it all the time and I loved it. Whereas those other movies, which are very good, I'm thinking about, but I did not enjoy that we talked about. But this movie, I enjoyed and I think about it all the time. So I really, really love that. It's no Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go through, speaking of horrors, let's go through one of the, well, every year is such a great horror, and that is the Oscar nominations. Yeah. Because people get to freak out. Now, today Woo. I think, today I- I wanted to add one, wait, wait, we were oh, talking yeah. about the Dan Byrne concert. I wanted oh, to I add think, one I thing. I think you wanted to do that at the end. Oh, I'll do it at the end. Okay. I'll do it at the end. I'll save it for the end. All right. So we're at Oscars now, and the nominations came out. And uh, I'd like to go through and see if basically by rent or meh, the collection of nominees. So by, I mean, for me, by if four out of five are good to me, I'm good. I'm buying that category. A rent is going to be some missings and then a meh or a blair when we get into the snubs. So I'll start with best supporting actor. I admittedly have not seen any you've, most you've of only, these. you've only, only seen, Barbie. seen Barbie. I've only seen Barbie. <laughs> but I'm I'm I, as much as I'm rooting for Ryan Gosling, I'm rooting for Robert Downey Jr. because I think it's long overdue for him to get an Oscar. So so and then like Robert Downey Robert De Niro being nominated, like we're gonna argue with that. Sterling King Brown being nominated, we can argue with that. I I can't wait to see American fiction. Um oh, Ruffalo, eh, whatever. We'll just yeah. skip him. He can sit um, down. But in general, I'm going to buy Best Supporting Actor category this year um, overall. I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's someone I think is truly missing, but I'm I'm buying that category. Sure. How about you guys? Why not? Sure. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It is. Lately, I have been. Many, but other than I've that. been much more open lately to seeing Oppenheimer. The, yeah, me too. The kid from the kid from. It's going to take a real mood for me to want to sit down. I would have put the kid. The kid from Holdovers, I would switch Ruffalo out for him just to stick it to Ruffalo. Uh, yeah. But I don't... Okay. Um, costume design, fine. Like, I, 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 let's not get into these right now. Mm. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. This one, Can I just, just... want to note the great <laughs> David Baddiel, one of the smartest Jewish comedians ever. He wrote the book Jews Don't oh Count. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and I think he was doing this tongue in cheek. Was he though? Was he though? Because it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. It is pretty hilarious. I think we can say overall, there's some decisions on these Oscars that are just like boop. Nobody. I'm just sorry. Like, because I just think shooting yourself. I just really think if before people were defending so hard, they were so intensely defending that like Jewface doesn't exist. And that these people were cast because they are the best people for the part and blah, blah, blah. But like they're nominated for making the actors look super Jewy. I mean, come on. 
Come on. Golda and yeah. Maestro nominated for best makeup and hair. Who made the most authentic looking Jew? That's basically what this category is. What are the and, I don't, and I don't and I don't know events? Oppenheimer, but, but we know fairness, that Oppenheimer in, is also in, a Jewish story in, in some fairness, ways. And I'm like, fairness, who did they what, Jew up for that one? What wasn't Helen Mirren's or wasn't the makeup people nominated for the Iron Lady? Maybe it's less about making Helen it's Mirren Jewish. Biopics. It's making Helen Mirren into someone famous. Maybe that's if yeah, you put makeup true. on Helen Mirren, Absolutely. you get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, because she's so iconic and memorable, you know, that like to tra transform her and help her transcend her own persona to lip short, but still who did the best Jew makeup? I mean, that's what they should just name this. I mean, if you look at these, you've got Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer. It's pretty funny. All Jews, all Jews. Uh, where, where, <laughs> but where is Barbie? I didn't see Society of the Snow. Lily saw that, but where is Barbie? The, the makeup in Society of the Snow is what's phenomenal. Society, what's Society it should of the Snow about? Okay, what's but I'm just saying like for about? me, for me, I'm because gonna... like I'm sorry, what else about Maestro would have good, really good makeup? makeup? What else about uh, that special? Look like very tanned and leathery. No, sir. I'm just saying is that it's like, like Boca Raton Jew. It's like a a very leathery tan Jew. Like not just things, regular young Jew. It's four things like is like a, a hyper stylized movie. I get why that would get a nomination. Lily saying the side of the snow is very special. Well, Golden and Maestro, right? Period piece. Golden and Maestro, like it had very specific hair and makeup needs. Otherwise, I don't know what like what stand out about Carrie Mulligan's look in it. Like what is it no, that would have her it's nominated? Just, it's no. just I saw it. It's just it's his, just how Jewish it's just can you his face look? because everybody else just looks like they're in the seventies. And even when Carrie Mulligan gets older and sick. Her character. No, they just see. They just like put a scarf on. No, they just put a no. scarf on her head and like make her look ashen. <laughs> she doesn't look different. And not to okay. diminish um, their job. I mean, so their job gonna, is amazing, I'm gonna... but I'm not sure it's like Oscar worthy. But I'm, the people who Mulligan did this hair and makeup for should be so proud that they made the best. Know how Jews. to make a leathery Jew? They know. They know how to make a Jew. This is great. I'm gonna met this category because Barbie not being included is insane. Uh, I don't, but I wouldn't say makeup weird, and like, hair. But weird Barbie. The hair, is, the hair in amazing. Barbie is so good. The hair in Barbie, sure, I think is but, so good. Okay, but it's not the like of all the things that Barbie could No, could I think the costumes in Barbie are like right, the, the best thing I've ever seen. That's, it has that's to my favorite costume. costume. Uh, live action shirt, I'll just say that I, I watched the Anne Frank gift shop. Well, which that's is not a nominated. Short that, it was shortlist, but it wasn't nominated. Either way, that's streaming. You can find it. It's oh, on the good. GQ website. It was supposed to expire on January 16th, but it's still showing. And I watched it, and it's hilarious and poignant. And Ari Grainer oh, I'm gonna, is I'm gonna watch it right fabulous now. in it. I mean, after at some point. And, and no, it's only 15 minutes long, but it is really, really, really well done. Right. Um, so that's fantastic. It's kind of a uh, funny place for it to be, the GQ website, but good for them. Adapted screenplay. I, I think why Barbie is Barbie win. considered adapted? I think because it's adapted it's, from it's, an existing from a toy? Because of Barbie. I don't Nobody know. Maybe it. like that's it's insane. not an original idea. Because it's not. I guess so. It's not like any of the ideas. What it's are not, the w, WGA rules? Like, what are the rules, guys? Because it's, it's not like it's based on any of the Barbie TV shows my kids have watched. That's what they I'm they saying. It has nothing. Becky's kids love those shows. 
My kids to be did fair, too. to be fair, there's a whole subcategory of the Barbie dolphins where they do a lot of saving of like animal marine life. And that wasn't even that in I the approve movie. Of. I'm yeah. Well, no, you did have uh Horses. John Cena as a Barbie merman, but there's no Barbie merman in the versions we've the watched. Show. So oh. oh my god, the John Cena. Okay, so best cameo, that should be an Oscar. That thing. should be. Best, <laughs> or at least a Golden Globe. Golden Garden has enough weird awards that like best mm-hmm. surprise. And cameo. no one takes them seriously. So <laughs> best original screenplay. I just gonna vote for the holdovers because that was oh, my favorite. Um uh, you know, Anatomy of the Fall, I keep thinking Past about. Lives and I think is really good. Oh, okay. That's a great one. It's too. a really good one. I think Anatomy I mean, of... Holdover is probably better, but. An- Anatomy of Fall, it has to be because most of that movie is just words. And it, you have <laughs> to be. There's a lot of talking in that movie, Chef. In multiple languages. And, yeah. and it's great. And the words really stand and are so real, which is part of what I think makes that movie so good. So I, Impactful, you know, I, give, yeah. I give that. Um, best supporting actress. Uh, I love. I'm giving this a buy. I love the the choices. I thought this was I, great. I, I love the choices, and even though I had been all in on America Ferrera, and I will be happy if she wins. Having seen Divine Joy Randolph in The Holdovers, yeah, I, I hope she yeah. wins. She's my. But like, she's my choice. It, I feel like they throw in a Jodie. Not that she doesn't deserve it because she's amazing. But like, imagine every once in a while they just throw in a Meryl Streep or Jodie Foster, so the person who wins feels so good that they are in the category. And the other people who lose are like, oh, I lost, but so did Jodie Foster. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it just kind of like evens it out for everyone. But if Jodie Foster wins, you're like, well, she's Jodie Foster. And then it's a win-win because then if she wins, you're like, well, like, duh, everyone lost because it's Jodie Foster or Meryl Streep, for example. So I feel like yeah, that's, that's a, a solid category to be in. Has Emily point. Blunt won an Oscar? Nope. And yet? she's first time she's nominated. She's, she's so great. She's, she's so, so great. I mean, she I didn't see Oppenheimer, but she's... Won... She should have been nominated and won Devil Wears Prada. Prada but, Absolutely. Absolutely. But, that's a snub, um, no, snub of a lifetime. I, I don't yeah, remember who Meryl... I don't know who Meryl Streep was up against that year, but Meryl Streep is also incredible. Now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Best that. original song. So this is more controversy. Oof. Because in this one, only two of the Barbie songs were nominated uh, and not the dance The third scene. one is the, the pink one? What was the third one? No, no, the dancing da- scene. Just the, the, dancing. The dance. yeah. But no, I have but to is tell this the Billie Eilish one? That was, I have yeah. to tell you, if the top two songs in that movie to me are I'm Just Ken and What Was I Made For? What Was I Made yeah. For by Billie Eilish for the emotion and yeah. for, right, you've got to land that emotion in that I, moment. I, like I think that that song that should song. win. I Allie cried, cried like, when it. I well Every time. I think every song is, and the music to show like how the composition works where they use that music throughout the whole movie. And every time I can hear it, like coming up, I just think that song is spectacular. And I, and the... I'm just Ken is wonderful. And uh, Ronson is wonderful. Mark Ronson is amazing, but you know, I don't, think I, I'm just Ken is an amazing musical achievement it's, because of is. what they do there with that rock opera thing. But right. I, and it, I just and don't think it can lot to do with it. I don't think it should Wait, yeah. Simu Liu is incredible on that song. I mean, yeah, I, for all all the Kens have a lot to do with this. But, so Ken. but no, but the like... composition of that song is wild. This has so many different yeah. parts. It's great. But I just don't think if you're going to have a movie win from Barbie, a song win from Barbie, the one about Ken, it's just I like... I don't know. The way that know. these Oscars the, are the trending. Are well, that's it. well <laughs> I who, think now Who people... should the awards go to? All, all the of men. the men and the best 
Juve says, sorry. I'm just, I'm not over <laughs> it. <laughs> you don't have to get over it. I'm not over um, it. I think I'm, la- at least I'm laughing. Score, I'm laughing. Score, I don't know who enough. Pretends this is, anyone who pretends this is not a thing, I don't know what, it's a I, thing, officially. Sure. Okay, but Score, can I just say something so cute? I showed Ari Indiana Jones and the last, and the, temp, what is the Ark one? Should I, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, Which, that movie's just record, called Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was sort of oh, renamed Indiana Jones, but it's not. It was never called that. It was called Raiders okay, of the Lost Ark. Okay. I showed him Raiders of the Lost Ark because you said Temple of Doom was too scary. Raiders, also very scary. Yeah, yeah. I told you Raiders is scary. 100% inappropriate, and I don't know what got into me, but I was trying to find something that, like, my father-in-law would like because he was yeah. over and, like, that the oh whole God. family would watch. In, and in the old days, like, by the way, when you were seven years old, wait, when you were seven oh, years old, I, you made me Raiders of the Lost Ark is what you watched. Like, that's what, there was no... They, they, exactly. There was no in between. It was like yeah. Disney or that. And so Asher was fine. Also kept being like, Are you okay? Asher was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Did he give a thumbs up? There's, it's good oh, to yeah, watch certain things terrified. when you're too young because then you don't know to be scared of it. Right. Um, also, there's so much of it that's so hokey. It's so sweet. Like, it's so fun, the like hokiness of the action. Anyways, we're watching and you're hearing the dun da 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 da. And Ari turns to me and he goes, mommy. And I go, what? And he goes, this is the best music in a movie I've ever heard. And I was like, John Williams. (laughs) I know. I was like, exactly, Ari. I was like, yes, you are right. This is one of the most famous. Like, he was like, I can feel it. And was, <laughs> so, so sweet yeah, it's amazing like, yeah it holds up so uh, just seeing indiana jones on the score warns it just warns my heart Beck, did you see any of the documentaries because i did not no I've, okay I we'll just keep i've never moving even here i don't do that anymore <laughs> uh, international feature film well lily why don't we use this as the opportunity for you to talk sure. about society of the snow i will say the zone of interest it might be an amazing movie, but the premise is so intense for me that I can't, I can't watch do it. it right now. Even if that very, very, very sad German lady from Anatomy of Fall is in that one too. Is she also in that yeah. one? Which one? <laughs> Which one is that zone of interest? The year yeah, of it's about Sandra the heard it so I've heard it so good. I'm I'm sure I, it I, is, I, I'll, I'll watch like, it. We don't, let's save just, it for Yom Kippur. Yeah, that's a good Oh, that's people. smart. Yeah. But like, yeah. I don't know. Like, do I really need to be like on the fence about Nazis right now? Like, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't no, know if I have it. I don't, I, I don't know if I have it in me. But yeah, it's a great idea for young people. So, like, Lily, tell us about Society of the Snow. Well, Society of the and Snow. And what's it called is, in Spanish? Because it's um, Spanish. Sociedad de la Nieve. Mm-hmm. Society of the Snow. Mm-hmm. It's a direct translation because it's the name of a book. Right. Um, And the, the director is Spanish, uh, Boyona. Yona. I don't know. He's very famous. I'm probably not saying that correctly. Um, I'll look it up in a second. And it is based on the book written by one of the survivors from the Uruguay plane crash. That Alive, that movie Alive. Remember that movie from the 80s or 90s? Oh, this oh. is like the Spanish one. Yeah, I've been yeah. seeing tons of... Oh, I don't think I could watch it. It looks so brutal. But wait, it's, it's so just sad. a remake. It is a remake of Alive. It's well, it's, it's like not the real. So much a remake. It's like it's, the it's the story of the guy that wrote the story who went through it. Whereas Alive is like a Hollywood version with a this American is like the real version. Yeah, Ethan right. Hawke has to eat his sister's butt. No, it's um, it's the other guy from Dead Poet Society. No, Ethan Hawke uh, is a hundred percent the other guy in that movie. No, the one whose sister with the thing is plays Sean Patrick Leonard. He's the no, one he's who has the sister. In, 
He is not in Alive. Isn't he in Alive? No. It was the 90s. I remember him being in Alive. I mean, anyways, of course, like everyone thinks that Alive, that, that movie, I, by I the assume way, they were American. It's Ethan Hawke, Lily. So it this is, is the real oh, but story. It's, but it's the other one, it's Josh Hamilton, too. Like they're all like all those guys were really famous then, you know. But this I is mean, actually based on a Spanish, on like a on a I no, they were Chilean. They're, they're going to Chile, but oh, they are Spanish. Really. No, they're Uruguayan. They're from Uruguay. Oh, the Uruguay. They need to. Yeah. It's a very short flight that crosses the Andes. It's like there's Uruguay on one end, Chile's yeah. on the other, but they just, they just like, have to cross over Argentina, go over, the- go over the Andes, and then you're in Chile. And it was a chartered flight. For this team and a few other extra people. Only one person on the flight wasn't connected to them. Oh, my God. The plane crash scene haunts me to this day. Yeah, but Shai, this one, it's it's so well done. They did the entire production on location at the crash site. They all went and filmed there. In the, the real crash site? In the real crash site in the Andes. They felt they had to, like, set up camps and sites for the people to live during the film of, the like, the shooting. The makeup, the continuity, like uh, Jose, who's sitting here, who's nothing about film, is literally like, I don't understand how they do the continuity of this movie. Like, to the, the, it's just, I mean, and if you know the story, you know what ends up happening. So kind of like, it's less, I don't know. I guess some of them survive because he wrote the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some about the whole point is that some of them survive. Right? Oh, you got you never alive. saw it, Becky. Oh, you've never seen no, alive. I've never oh seen alive. Oh, if you've never young. seen alive, then you should definitely watch this. I think at some point. I had already seen alive, so I was like, oh, I don't know. But I'm so glad I ended up seeing this because if you're gonna ever I do recommend it. It's very intense. It is amazing what these people went through and like the sheer like and also it's amazing to watch it in 2024. I watched it in the nineties, seventy-two. Yeah. So, like, to watch it in the seventies with like what? Also, was like, I'm sure there's like the a first 90s? plane ride. Well, oh. we watched it in the nineties. Our life wasn't that different. Like, I didn't have a cell phone or anything. There weren't iPads on airplanes. But to watch it in 2024 is even more. And to know that the people who survived this say that this movie is so incredibly accurate to what they went through, um, is pretty wild. Does it have the cannibalism part? A lot. Okay. A lot. So there's like more cannibalism in the real story than way in the more. alive way version. More. Like the, way more. Like that play we went to see back. Like that's basically how they survived for that long. Right. No, just no, they were eating Becky, people. They were out there for seventy days or something. It's, they were out so they there were just like at, well, were, it sounds good, but I I don't like natural. I watched it in two sittings or disaster it was, movies long. anyway. So it's I just long, don't like stuff where people get eaten. All like, right, animated. Well, be- they were already dead though. They didn't kill oh. them to eat. No, I know. All right, and animated. All it's pretty wild. Animated feature film. Uh, I've only seen Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, which is beautiful but very confusing. Uh, I just, I'm just rooting for Miyazaki here. Is that the play? Yeah, I think the boy and the heron got like such incredible reviews. Um, although I've heard a few people talking about Nimona, which I don't know anything about, but supposedly, supposedly, like. So do you think this is a year really, really Pixar good. won't win? I, I think if think Miyazaki is Al- in... I don't think they're winning for Element. I think if Miyazaki is in there for The Boy and the Heron, does he have an Oscar yet? Because to me, then, mm-hmm. you got to give that dude an Oscar just for his... Yeah, I think so. Work. I don't... Yeah, I think so. Um, best Productions Design. 
sure, I buy this category and I hope Barbie wins. Yeah, that, that category. Yeah. You can't. Um... I'm jumping down here to best cinematography. I again didn't see any of these, but oh, he, didn't, he they... won Academy. He's won Academy Awards. Spirited Away has won. Oh, okay. Is what won. Right. So, so uh, Miyazaki. Okay, but here for yeah. cinematography, I just assume whoever works with Nolan is going to win, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. All right, best actor. Okay, let's get into a best actor. Are we buying this category? Bradley What's Cooper. What's Rustin? Who's Rustin? What movie is, it a, is that? Is, for a second, I thought it was Ruxin, and it was about the character that Coleman Domingo Rustin. I don't know what that is. Okay. Paul Giamatti from The Holdovers, Killian Murphy from Oppenheimer, Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. All of these are amazing choices as actors, so sounds yeah, right. I would go um, for Wright or Giamatti. Uh, I assume Cooper's it's going to be Killian Murphy, but I, you know, until I see American Fiction, oh. I'm rooting for Giamatti. Yeah. I assume Killian Murphy will win, but um, best actress? Uh, sure. I, I, I uh, hope Lily Gladstone hmm. wins. Yeah, like, go why for not? It. I don't. Or right. Carrie Mulligan. I haven't seen Poor Things or Nyad, but I, I, I Carrie Mulligan was excellent. She steals the movie. So, I mean, they sure, yeah, just give like, one good. to all of them. Has okay. Emma Stone won before? Did she win for yes. something else? La La Land. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, best director, given this character. Enough. We didn't. Uh, Lily Gladstone win the Golden Globe. Golden Globe. I, I, it's a shame Margot Robbie is not nominated for this one. But the real crime, the is real crime Greta is Gerwig. Gerwig. Not I being think nominated that Margot for best Robbie director. was excellent. I mean, and she produced the film. So if it if it wins Best Picture, then she gets her Oscar for producing mm -hmm. it, and she was excellent. But like but again, this is a Shonda. Like an but again, best director, theme. five male directors, and you have Greta Gerwig with Barbie, and she's not getting nominated. I mean, like that. No offense, Anatomy of the Fall was good, bullshit. but it is absolute bullshit that that's better than Barbie. It's just more like artsy and slow, and like, did she kill him? And you have the zone of interest in there that covers the boring category. Like, come on. Yeah. The yes. artsy category. So insane. That's best, bullshit. There's a best actor in there. Best song. There's best picture. Best production design. The director is literally all of those things. I mean, does, does it make sense to get nominated for all of those things and then not no. best director? Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, it, it's such bullshit. So I go for, and, and, but also like what, I mean, I don't know how Oscar campaigns work, but who's doing the campaigns for, for, Four things, Zone of Interest, and Anatomy of Fall, that these directors are going to outdo what was the biggest movie of the year and was great. But maybe, you know what happens? Like, you fly too close to the sun. Maybe oh. it's just some, like, artsy backlash on, like, we will not let this movie... I don't know. Wow. Like, as if at, like, radio station... Some radio station out there is not playing Taylor Swift. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Because otherwise that, but... it makes no sense. And then the best picture sense. is the only one that I feel like is missing in there is Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which seems to have mm. been snubbed. <laughs> oh, no, it, it's, it was nominated for visual effects, but somehow I don't think it'll, it'll you know, I don't know if it'll win that. But Best original screenplay, if you ask me. I will say this, guys. If an <laughs> No, that has to be adapted. Best... If a Marvel movie, oh yeah, adapted, if a Marvel yeah, movie, adapted. right? If, if, if Barbie's going to be adapted. Well, it's adapted from Rocket's Holocaust story. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right so that's us in the oscars should have nominated uh 
Greta Gerwig. It's ridiculous. Let's now catch up on other things that we've watched. Lily, you mentioned Marvel. Oh, no, Becky, no, you've me. been watching Marvel. So, Superheroes. so DC, she can't remember. So what happened is my daughter was given a book that's five minute Marvel stories. And it's just Ooh, like, I love those. And, and like the stories themselves are pretty lame, but it's a reminder of how great a lot of these characters are and we read them like basically every night where we read a few every night but one she has made me read to her probably five times i mean like at least five times in the last week is the one about hawkeye and um hawkeye like the the two hawkeyes clint and what's the are girl hawkeye hot guy or hawk hawkeye hot hawkeye Oh, Jeremy Renner and Steinfeld. Steinfeld, yeah. Oh. What's her name? Hawkeye also, I think. No, yeah, her name is also it's Hawkeye. So weird they call her Hawkeye. So we kept all I and she read this over and over again. And I was like, oh, what's a TV show about them? I vaguely remember. I remember I started to try and watch it, but I was like, I I couldn't like get into it. Well, I couldn't get into it because my vision was all messed up from like medication from my kidney surgery, you know, like I couldn't watch stuff. It was like a bad time. There's like a lot of things that slipped through the cracks and I was like, I'm going to go back. And then I went back this week and I watched that, that series that like, you know, that, that on Disney and it was super fun. I loved it. I thought it was so adorable. That's one of the better Disney series. It really is. And it's a great introduction to the, the new, the, the new young Hawkeye, Hawkeye, hot guy hot um, guy <laughs> uh i think she's fantastic in it um and it but was you know just that, so that much character fun. echo has a whole show now you want to watch that yeah no i don't i actually don't i'm not interested in her character very much i can't believe she has an entire tv show but sometimes sure, but when I, they take randos and they make them into a show or a movie it's the best thing because you don't yeah. know anything about them and so watch it like, and then I no, just I'm not like, watching. Oh, okay. Yeah. Secret, so I have Secret no invasion. interest in watching. I stopped Secret listening. Invasion was so about ten in, minutes ago. <laughs> so boring that I right. just so I'm I just not, don't trust I, Marvel's TV shows right but now. But I thought the Hawkeye one was really, really fun. Um, and I loved it. And they had a great chemistry. And so, so I what other superheroes you're watching? Oh, and then I started watching. Couldn't tell you why, but I started watching. I think I just have like I'm in a. I, I don't have a lot of. Um, emotional latitude these days so really? that's why i'm gravitate i'm gravitate what's so weird um the oscar noms really threw me off um <laughs> uh so i'm just gravitating towards like some good su- superhero content and i started watching i didn't finish it but i started watching the blue beetle movie oh what is that i don't watch it but what is that it's dc and dc movies are like you know not really known to be that but this one was really cute spanish to me on my tv so i'm like what is that weird spanish superhero movie it is it's like a um i don't know i saw i'm about halfway through it's very just watching uh, this like in your kitchen alone like what is happening in your life this is definitely a movie you can just watch i I respect this immensely sure i'm just asking for this the context that's all when am I watching this? Blue I'm watching Beetle. like I'm watching Blue Beetle. The kids are asleep. Vlad is doing work and I'm on my own. And I'm like, well, I'm too tired to invest in something. I'm probably not going to finish what I'm watching. 
oh, I'll watch this on, I'll treat it like it's a couple episodes and I'll see if I want to watch an episode of it. So I watched like the first hour. I'm like, oh, it was like watching like a, an episode of it. a show. It, 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 I was entertained while I was watching it for sure. I thought because it was the kid from very Cobra cute. Yeah, the kid from Cobra Kai. Right, so it's right. very cute. And, and actually the girl that plays his sister has been in a few things. She was... She, she was in like one of the teen comedies that we saw. I think she was in Sex Appeal as one of like the side characters. And she's really, really funny. She's been in a bunch of stuff as like a side character. I think this is probably one of her bigger roles. And she's really funny and I like her. Um, so yeah. I started watching it. I, you know, I can't, I can't tell you today right now if I'm going to finish it. But the hour I spent in it was entertaining. It was, enter cool. it was an entertaining hour. Very cool. I like that. I like entertaining. Yeah. Okay. Allie and I got back to, we started this months ago, but then we got back to The Righteous Gemstones oh, season three, so which good. was amazing. Should as I watch good season or, one? Yeah. I was going to yes. say this season it's is one of my as favorite good or shows. better than season one. Danny Agreed. McBride. Better, does better than season one. Danny McBride does an amazing job. Like this is, he, I feel like he has arrived at putting together heart and comedy, but the comedy is out there and the characters are dark and, and, and bananas. But he, they evolve. And once they evolve, they actually evolve, right? Like in this one, there's this, a lot of it is about the conflict between the siblings and they evolve that relationship as the season goes on. Now they haven't resolved their relationship with their dad per se, but um, I just loved it. I loved where it's going. It could, just like the first season, the show could end right here or we could have another season. Mm -hmm. It was really, really masterful. Um, they expanded the gemstone family in a really beautiful way in terms of adding characters. And then you also have Walton and Goggins as baby Billy, which is like, where's the, where's the win for him? And some, I mean, he's he amazing. He is so good. And I really like that. They give you more of his character. Yeah. This they season. You, and, and, about the baby Billy's Bible bunkers. <laughs> Am I the only one who's like, that seems like a great show. I would watch that show. What's the problem? <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I just, I mean, that I, you know, I would say Righteous Gemstones only maybe second to Veep has some of the best insults. Although I guess Succession is known also for its <laughs> yeah, amazing the insult, insults. The insults, the, insult, are... the insults in this show are out of control. <laughs> Yeah, really funny. But I think like the Righteous Gemstones, while every like while the hip people like us like Succession and the Bear, the Righteous Gemstones low key was the other maybe best yeah. show I saw all year. I I agree. I I think season three was phenomenal, and specifically for the reason that you said, which is that he really evolved the characters, but stays so so true to who they are in their essence. Like he yeah. keeps them rooted in the. But insane... he doesn't recycle. It's it's really cool. Um, yeah. All right, Lily, take us home. The grand finale. Don't mess with the special investigators. I have a question. If a first season of a show is so good. Reacher. And yes. Uh, Reacher, Amazon Prime. So good. It's literally like the most delicious concoction of medicine that you need at the end of the night where you've got like great one-liners, fun, great side characters, an awesome like. Fish out of water story. Detective, fish out of water story with an old timey detective who like won't take no lip and stop swearing because he doesn't swear. And Jack Reacher always swears. And like they have to come together and figure this out with a young rookie cop. 
in a in a small southern town, what more do you want? I mean, it's basically heart of Dixie, ha, ha, right? With like a very beefy man. I do not understand <laughs> what happened in the second season. I watched it because I love this show and I love Reacher, but it's based on a book, so there was source material. Did they just not have enough money for? Like, I'm so sorry to say this. I And I love Canada, but like the, there's a lot of side Canadian actors in this. I love that part of it. Like they, that lady with the not, eyebrows, I, I, when she walked on sorry, the screen. I don't know if it's I, that the dialogue is so bad or the acting's not great. Lily, like when that lady came on the screen, I just started thinking of, of like delusion. Vancouver and the Winnipeg <laughs> airport and yeah, Harvey's. Except they're supposed like, to be in Newark. <laughs> Anyways, the point Newark? is that, the point is that it's it's nothing like it's i feel bad recommending the show because the first season's so good the second re season is just not the fight scenes are fantastic if you like fight scenes which is all my husband needs after like a long day of work is just some like great cool the long day of work at the martial scenes. arts gyms he just needs yeah, to some watch really some great scenes. stunts but I like something that gives me some story and and I just yeah I really missed there was so, no character development. So season. here were my and they issues. repeat the same lines so many times. His catchphrase oh is God. pretty funny, Becky. His catchphrase is "Don't mess with, Don't the, mess special with the special investigators." But they say it all the time. That's not part of the show. That wasn't in the first season. And they also say assumptions get you killed so many times that it was like, is, is this are they trolling the audience? This is ridiculous. It's so, all in the details. It was like a weird, like it, it looked like Chat GTP wrote this season. I'm not so hilarious. I, 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 my yeah. my more specific issue. I will I, watch a season three for sure, though. A hundred percent. Keep watching yeah. this show. I'm hundred percent. Keep watching. I love this show. So first of all, I because the second season, the first season was so good, I kept overestimating where the season was going. And so I had developed the most insane conspiracy theory story. Like, I thought that the love interest lady in this was 100% the bad guy the whole time. I, oh. I just told Allie every time, she's the bad guy. This oh, relationship is this? not believable. He's obviously in love with the girl from the previous season. And no, also, like, uh, otherwise, Rockwell, this is the most straightforward story I've ever yeah, seen in my it was life. It's just like the bad guys were the bad guys and the good guys are the good guys. That was it. Whew. Yeah, there's no twist at all. There's some really cool stunts, like with helicopters. So you got to put your money into. The, but it has yeah, one of the best, you know, cold, they, it has one of the best cold opens of any show I've seen in a while, which is when he kicks the. When he the, is, the airbag. He kicks a car so hard that the airbag, the airbag explodes and knocks. Is he guy so out. strong? It's like a human that, Hulk situation. Yeah, that's great. Now I will say that Leah Jones of the Finding Favorite podcast, which people should watch, Leah put on her Instagram story the other day that she interviewed. She showed us a screenshot of her interview. I saw Paul. I can't. But I mean, I, I can't can believe it. it. She's worked really hard to uh, to get there with her pod, and, and it's, amazing. it's amazing. It's an amazing moment for podcast. Amazing and, and well deserved podcast. But Leah also reported on this particular subject. She said that Manzukis, uh, Jason Manzukis, knows a lot about Reacher apparently, and he said season one is based on the first book, but this season is based on the eleventh book. Big mistake. So, no one wants to read the 11th book. No. <laughs> but also we missed like 11 books of character development. Which makes sense. So maybe just... why he has the catchphrase now. 
It's not out of nowhere. <laughs> books two through no, ten established you know, it. It was. It's also when they were like, "Oh, but like, what should he say now?" They're just like, "Just put that line in." But but the other thing is the other the bigger issue character issue I had was they gunned down and murder forty different people. Like whether they're bad guys or not, they go from house to house executing a, people, and nobody investigates the murders. But, but also, there's a lot of like, oh shit, we should have questioned him. And now they can't because he's dead. And I'm like, but aren't you guys investigators? I keep saying, oh, I get like, but don't kill him. Then you can't. And then he's like, damn, now we can't question him. We'll never know. And I was like, but just don't kill the guy. Right, right. You're, you're fucking investigator. Your names aren't the special Amazing. assassins. Right. It's just brutal. It's really bad. Um, but I, I liked his team a lot. So, you know, I don't like, I didn't love that yes, they were he served in the military in Canada, obviously. <laughs> That's how he knows them. He was a Mountie. Like, otherwise, it makes no sense how he knows all these guys that are Canadian and works with them. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, with that, I think we've wrapped for this week. Remember to sign up for our ever increasingly exciting Substack, sub where the poll results have come in and the next big yeah. movie we're going to watch is poor things yeah we were, yeah done just do it all right um Great. becky lily anything else to say before we go oh i did i have my I had my thing my thing was i Byrne wanted thing. my well i also went to the dan burn show which was a beautiful but you went on a different night. experience mm -hmm. i went a different night i went in at jam and java in vienna virginia um and I wanted to give a little shout out to Paul, who I bumped into, who I had met the year before at Dan's previous show. Yeah. Who has since been listening to the podcast. And I was so honored and flattered when he and I were chatting and he was saying that he'd been listening to the pod and I, that even remembered me from a year ago because I definitely am the type of person that I assume nobody knows who I am or remembers ever meeting me. Um, and so I just want to say, hey, Paul, if you're listening, it was great to bump into you. And thanks for uh, hanging out at the show and listening to the pod. That was all. That is amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that show was amazing. I loved meeting all the band members. I've been waiting to meet Will Massasak since I was 20 years old. He's the guy who produced new american language and played piano for dan and he, he was amazing he did an opening set with his band the bonsai three they were great all right with that love you both it was a lot of fun see you next love week you Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Friday Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FridayNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.